Hi, my name's Clayton, and you're listening to the Isaiah 43 Podcast, where we explore how God has formed us, redeemed us, and how He calls us today. Each week we will journey through Scripture to understand all that God has done and what exactly His call is for our lives today. Welcome to week 8. We are back to an apologetics week. Lately we've been talking about the problem of evil during these apologetics weeks, and we've gone over a lot of stuff. We've talked about how evil exists in this world because of other people and ourselves. While this is the stuff that we've talked about, there's also something we've made clear. And that is that God does not do evil, and he does not tempt anyone to do evil. Now, frankly, there's so much more we could get into about evil and pain. We could spend a lifetime talking about it. And I feel like we probably wouldn't even begin to cover it all. That's just... There's just no way, right? We haven't really even begun to dive into why humans are fallen in the first place. But I don't want the apologetics weeks to always be focused on the problem of evil. Because truthfully, there's so much more for us to talk about. There's so many other problems in the world and challenges to faith that we need to be addressing it and we need to know how to tackle them. So today, I think we'll be on the last week, about the problem of evil. At least for the time being. Maybe in the future we'll dive back into it. But for now, let's just wrap it up this week. This week, our answer to the problem of evil is that we don't know why it exists. Now, I know this sounds like a cop-out. And maybe it's even a letdown for you. But I have a point that I want to try to make. And I hope you'll stick with me for it. And while we're at it, I think we're going to break the mold. This week, I'm just going to rely on the Bible. And we're not going to look at what apologists have had to say. And I have a reason for that. Now, you're probably thinking I've lost my mind. And you'd probably be correct, but just stick with me. I will try my best to explain what I mean. And hopefully, you'll see why I chose not to look at what other apologists have had to say. So please, just bear with me. And hopefully we'll get through this. And everything will make sense. But for everything to make sense to us, we need to pray and ask God for guidance. So Father in heaven, we praise you and we thank you. We glorify you for all that you do. We are so thankful for the opportunity that you have allowed us to be gathered in whatever virtual way that we are, Lord. We just... Thank you for your word and what you have taught us and what you reveal to us. We praise you for your majesty and your awesomeness. And we pray that in today's lesson we will see that we don't always have the answers, but you do. That your wisdom is far greater than anything we could comprehend. Let us come to you today with open and rejoiceful hearts. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Alright, so the only Bible verse, only two Bible verses, I guess I should say, we're going to be reading today is Isaiah 55, verses 8 and 9. And again, pretty much as always, I'll be reading from the CSB, or Christian Standard Bible. So, again, Isaiah 55, verses 8 and 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and your ways are not my ways. This is the Lord's declaration. For as heaven is higher than earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, 
and my thoughts than your thoughts. Okay, that's it. It's not too crazy. But why are we reading these verses? What is significant about them, and why does that tie into what we're talking about? More importantly, how does that tie into our point that we don't know why evil exists? Well, you see, God says that his ways are higher than our ways, and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. God knows everything. He knows everything, and he sees everything. That includes all of time and all of history. So in our minds, we can only really comprehend the current moment that we're in, and we remember the past. We can only basically see what's right in front of us. Meanwhile, God can see past present, and future all at once. So when something is happening in our lives that isn't exactly great, then perhaps there is a purpose for that, but we don't know it. In fact, we might not even know that purpose until we can ask the Lord himself on that glorious day when we're in his presence. But we know that God has a purpose for that happening, whatever that purpose may be. But he tells us that his ways are higher than all our ways. And his thoughts are higher than ours, which tells us that he is doing things that are far beyond our comprehension. It sort of reminds me of the analogy that we used back in week four about the hunter, the bear trap, and the bear. Remember, the bear doesn't know why he's going through the pain, but the hunter knows, not the bear. How many of us have gone through things in our lives? We have absolutely no idea how we're going to get through something. And yet somehow God delivers us from whatever it is. And while even in that moment we might not understand everything fully, but when we look back at the moment, you realize that God was doing something. How much more sense does that make after weeks, months, or even years down the road? And yes, I know that something that's something we've talked about previously, but I think it's good for us to remember But even more than that, this gets into the problem of why does pain exist? Because ultimately, pain and evil are interconnected. How do you comfort a mother who's grieving the loss of her child? That's the kind of stuff that we're kind of talking about. When we're talking about the problem of pain and evil, truthfully, there is no good answer. It's a difficult situation. But when that grieving mother turns to you and asks why this is happening, Some ministers, I believe, would answer with, we don't know why. We don't know why things like that happen. Only God does. Again, his ways are higher than our ways and our thoughts. See, the thing is, there's never a simple answer to why evil exists. There's not a magic answer that will solve the problem every time you're asked this question. There are times when it will make more sense than others. There are times when the problem of evil will be made more clear why things are happening. And we can see that the reason bad things are happening are because of things other people are doing or things that we are doing in our own lives. But then there are times when we have no idea why these things are happening. And perhaps years down the road, we still don't understand why they're happening. But the Lord is gracious and he is good. We must stay faithful even in the dark times even on days when we don't understand. In fact, one last note. This reminds me of something in the book of Job. 
In the book, in, in Job chapter one, Job loses absolutely everything. We know as readers of God's word thousands of years later why he lost everything. But Job, he had no idea why he lost everything. Nevertheless, in verse 21, Job says, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will leave this life. The Lord gives, and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Job knows that God gives blessing and he takes them away. But regardless of Job losing absolutely everything he had, he still trusts in God and praises him. Oftentimes in the Bible, when you see blessed be the name of the Lord, that blessing means to praise God. So even in the midst of going through everything, of of losing everything that he had, he still praises God. He might not understand everything, but he knows that he's going to remain faithful. And he's going to cling to that little shred of hope that faith has given him in a time of uncertainty. And I think this is something that we need to learn to do as well. When we are struggling and things are happening that we don't understand the reasons for, we must remember, always remember, to praise and honor God regardless. And again, I think that's a another hard pill for us to swallow, but it's not impossible. It's something that we can do with lots of prayer and meditation and reflection on God's Word. I hope you were able to take something away from today's lesson. Next time, Lord willing, we'll return to the typical apologetics method. This week was just an exception because of the particular topic I wanted to talk about. Regardless, we have a lot more to talk about in this podcast. So until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. God bless.